0: You're listening to Bizarre Buffet, a podcast of all you can eat weird. I'm your host, Mark Toriello. I'm Jen Wilson. And I'm Mark Blusine. There'll be food and drink and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. You're all in private. When we first went in, uh, one of the people said, Who are you? And Tex said, I'm the devil and I'm here to do the devil's business.
1: Hi. Hey, guys. Hey. We're back. We are back.
2: Good evening, good morning, wherever you are listening.
1: So. Or something. (laughs) So I just Mm. wanted to share with our listeners, because as soon as I saw it today, I had to text you both.
2: Get fucking ready for this. Get fucking
1: ready. So I'm driving to my second job, and I'm on the phone with Jerry, and I'm telling, he's telling me a story about work, and I'm like, I'm sorry to be rude. (laughs) Hold it, but I just stopped at a traffic light, and on my right hand side is this church called St. Catherine of Siena. After our last, our last episode, episode. our <laughs> last episode, we
0: talked about when how we were vulgar about she
2: was, how vulgar she was, and we were like, "Where is there a Saint Catherine of Siena and church?" I was and Jen, like Italy, yeah, Jen being smart about it because she's from Italy and it's Siena, Siena. And but it's no.
1: literally around the corner from where Mark and Mark live, the gods line. I wind. wish that
0: was the one. I wish that church had her decapitated head on display or her. I mean, do you think or they, the,
1: the cup with the cancer? The
2: bus. Yeah. bus. Oh my God! Everyone
1: oh my loves
0: God. the bus cup.
2: Yeah, I know. Bus cup. Well, bus good.
1: I know it was so funny because when I was talking to my uncle Doug, and I think I shared this with you both too, he said that it was so nice to finally hear an episode that wasn't about murder. <laughs> So, if any of you want to see a photo shoot of the three of us in front of Catherine of Siena, mm. let us
2: know. Let us know. Let us know if you want to see us defile some horny saint.
1: So, we're going to go from religion to psychology tonight. Okay.
2: Oh, we have so, not gone here yet. Well, religion so,
0: is psychotic. Oh,
2: so, well, there you go. Um, it is.
1: My question canceled. for you tonight, <laughs> canceled. Canceled.
2: Canceled. <laughs> Canceled again.
1: So the question that I have for both of you tonight is, what is your knowledge of the term nature versus nurture?
2: Nature versus nurture, in my opinion. Sit down. My name is Freud Blustein now.
1: Yeah, Sigmund Blustein. <laughs> Sigmund Blustein. Sigmund
2: Sigmund Blustein. <laughs>
1: so,
2: my interpretation or knowledge or understanding of nature versus nurture, I think it, it's basically how you are brought up. Versus okay. how, like, so parents and what type mm-hmm. of effect your, you know, mom and dad or uh, parental guardian has over you, as opposed to what is a result of the world or,
1: okay.
0: you know, things more. like that. Yeah.
1: Toriello? Same. I think,
0: you know, nature is what you kind of don't have much control over. It's more biological. It could be something passed down um, genetically where you might be more inclined to something. Mm -hmm. Nurture, it's more like your environment, Mm -hmm. the culture that you're coming up in. And those are the things that form your brain and your personality.
1: So, okay, good. So we kind of have... an. A, a very general. A very yeah. general <laughs> understanding of nature versus nurture. So this is a debate, and it's been one of the oldest philosophical issues within psychology. So what exactly is it all about, you might ask?
2: Oh, my God. I w- I'm so asking, because I thought you were going to do a Fred Durst. Fre-
0: Fred Durst? No. no. Fred Durst. Robert, Robert Durst. Uh, Robert. Isn't that oh. the guy from Limp Bizkit? Yes. Fred Durst uh, is from Limp Bizkit. Uh, Robert, Robert Durst, Durst, Durst is just died murderer. last
1: week. Murderer. <laughs> so... Nature refers to all genes and hereditary factors, like you said, that influence who we are. So from our physical appearance to our personality characteristics. To
2: how horny we are.
1: Exactly. Yes. Perfect. Nurture refers to all of the environmental variables that impact who we are. That can include early childhood experiences, how we were raised, social relationship, and just like the surrounding culture. What exactly is the debate here? So the debate has always been, do genetic or environmental factors have a greater influence on your behavior? Or do inherited traits or life experiences play a greater role in shaping your personality?
2: Fordenstein is back. Okay. Um, I think that it is the last one that you said.
1: So you're saying... Do inherited traits or life experiences play a greater role in shaping your personality? And
2: Yes, they do. I agree with yeah, that. I yeah. agree fully. Some
1: examples of nature would be certain genetic diseases, traits like eye color, hair color, skin color. Nurture is more your life expectancy, height, different types of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. But this isn't what I'm boring you with tonight. Sorry.
2: Jen, what are you doing?
1: I'm going to tell you what we're talking about, and I've dropped some little nuggets.
2: Robert Durst. This
1: last week and a half. Drum roll, please. (laughs) (laughs) We are going to be talking about feral children yes oh my Nell I love the movie
0: Nell do you understand why yeah. I've been sending you those yeah. Nell
1: gifs now oh my
0: god
2: see I thought Lard. Because, LAR LAR LAR
1: Mark, you do a great Nell. Mark and, and I, I love Jodie Foster. We
2: do. We oh my really god. Yeah, we
1: do like Jodie Foster. You this know, just a
2: good... going on record, I feel like she's probably an awful fucking person in she's real life. She's a
1: lesbian. Life. I didn't know that until she's like a community. year ago. Yeah. yeah. Hey, well, girl.
2: shout out.
1: But yeah, Jodie Foster. So now you understand why I've been sending you guys Nell. Yeah. Chips well, honestly, and when superimposing you... your face onto <laughs> Nell,
2: <laughs> they it is the best thing ever. Let me tell you. I identify with nail. Tie the way. Tie in the wild. <laughs> What's in the, the other one?
1: Check a bag. Check a bag.
2: yeah. Check a bag. Yeah. So. <laughs> sure. Wow, I'm so fucking excited. Did you
1: really think it was going to be Robert Durst? I did, because you were like, have you seen the jinx?
2: And I was like, yes, why did we not talk about this earlier? And I was like, oh my God, she's going to do a Robert Durst episode. And I'm so horny for Robbie D. You have no idea. we're
1: going to go talk about feral children. That's even
2: better, honestly. I'm more excited about... Yeah, well, all the feral children listening right now, donate to our Patreon.
1: So... The real definition of a feral child is a young individual who has lived in isolation from human contact from a very young age, okay. and they have little to no experience of human care, behavior, or human language. Hey, now.
2: Hi hey, hey in the wind, Jan.
1: So feral children may have experienced severe abuse or trauma before being abandoned or running away. Prior to the 1600s, feral children were limited to just legends and myths. So, you know how we were talking about how, like, everything somehow finds a way, of, like, back to you know, something,
2: yeah, religion. religion. Yeah, absolutely.
1: For example, Mowgli from the Jungle Book. Oh, mm-hmm. Mowgli was one. Yeah, he was a little boy that was raised in the jungle, or you have, mm-hmm. like, the story of Rome, the city of rome yeah being founded by romulus and remus who were raised by wolves there are a handful of documented cases of feral children we're well, gonna touch on a few okay but i'm gonna talk about some like really recent ones
0: oh that's going Re- oh my god yeah, yeah. Especially because
2: today's
1: day and age this day and age and it's bizarre buffet absolutely yeah. right? this
0: is what we
2: do Jen so, Wilson's bringing it. I'm
1: going to bring it. She's so, bringing it for you. We're going to talk first about a girl named Oksana Malaya, who's yeah. better known as the dog girl. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, you ready for this?
2: Yeah, so, so ready. Oksana was born in
1: 1983 in the Ukrainian SSR during the Cold War. Mm-hmm. Now, I need you to remember that while we continue down this feral child the road. The
2: Ukrainian SSR. Please. Okay. Got it. She
1: was born in a very small town, and according to old medical records, she was a healthy, normal child. And Then later, she was neglected by her alcoholic father at the age of three, and she lived surrounded by dogs. She was finally uh-huh. discovered at the age of seven, thanks to a call from a neighbor. She could not talk. She lacked many basic skills and physically behaved like a dog on all fours.
2: Sounds like me as a child. Mm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Oh, man. So That's rough.
1: she was rough. running around on all fours. She was barking. She was sleeping on the floor and she ate and took care of her hygiene like a dog.
0: Like she liked herself. herself. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting.
1: She was removed from her parents' custody thanks to social services and then was transferred to a foster home for mentally disabled children.
0: When oh. she was living with the dogs, was she in a house? So, from
1: what I gather from, like, the video clips I saw, she lived... With her family, mm-hmm. but she was neglected, and they just like ignored her, and she kind of just did her own thing. so they so the
0: mm-hmm. the family was actually present.
1: The family was present, but just
0: didn't give a shit. Correct. Oh wow. Oh, that's that's sad. That
1: is. And she underwent years of specialized therapy and education to address her behavioral and social issues. So now she works at a farm. She milks cows and is somewhat still intellectually impaired. Oh, so it fucked with her for like... There is video footage from 2013 out there. You can find it on YouTube. And it's of her as a young adult on all fours barking and acting like a dog. But then like also seeing her in a confessional speaking and states that she still is triggered to dog-like behavior when she finds herself feeling isolated or lonely.
2: Oh, so it's kind of like an emotional response.
1: Yeah, it's like
2: uh,
0: well, how long did she live with the dogs for? 3 years. It was like
1: 3 years. That's a
0: that's very like not odd, but it's just the she's a little bit older than us. So she was born in 83, so she's for she's 38. She's 38. 38 yeah. 38, 39. She was only with the dogs for 3 years
1: but yeah. it was She's, like when she was three yeah. and that's like when you start to like Formative. early yeah. developmental stages it's like yeah. when your
0: brain is like play-doh yeah. it's like being molded yeah my brain is still play-doh
1: till this mm. day well yeah I know that it's emotional it's like when I stuff. talk to you every day exactly. she has stated that she wishes to be treated like a normal human being but yes, she sorry. highly gets offended when referred to as the dog girl
2: well, I mean, for a number of reasons, I can understand why that's offensive. I'm sure Sarah Jessica Parker doesn't like being compared to a horse.
1: Oh, no. And how they like, isn't it Family Guy where they depict her as a horse? <laughs> I think so. I think it's Family Guy. But she also says her wishes for her brothers to visit her more, to find her biological. The dogs? No, I know she actually oh, sorry. has brothers. Oh, but oh sorry, sorry. To find her biological mother. Mm. Why? I don't know. I wouldn't want to find... Odd choice. Yeah, it's a very odd choice. Apparently, she has a boyfriend, though.
0: Good for her. Good for her. Woof, woof, woof. woof. Did she find him on Scruff? Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. Oh! That is a good one.
2: That's for you.
1: Sadly... Oh, Doctors my. have stated that she will never be completely rehabilitated into a normal society. Mm. So mm. she still will kind of be a little Dog psychologically girl. impaired. Yes. Oh.
2: oh, God. I'm such a dick. I'm sorry.
0: It's okay. I'm sorry, but how, but how nice of the dogs to kind of take care of her and yeah, nurture her. But, you know, I mean. Well, that's a beautiful it's thing. It's not idyllic.
2: No, but, I mean, I can probably almost guarantee you that those dogs probably cared more about her than her fucking parents did. Well, of yeah. course. So, good and, on the dogs. Yeah.
1: Thanks, dogs. Thank
2: you. Woof, woof. So,
1: now we're going to go on to Ivan Mishkov. Oh. And he was born in 1992 in Russia. Oh, so I'm older mm. than him. Okay. So, remember. We all are. I told you. you remember Ukrainian Ukraine? SSR. Yeah. Russia. When he was four, he left his home to escape his mother and her alcoholic boyfriend. Mm -hmm. So between the ages of four and six, he lived with dogs. I think the dogs should
0: have an adoption agency. They should. (laughs) Adopt children. Well, our dog. Gonk's our parent.
2: Jen knows that. Exactly. He's our our dad. He is
1: our dad. (laughs) (laughs) As he sleeps underneath (laughs) Mark right now. Yeah. And gained their trust by providing them with food, and in return, the dogs protected him.
2: Oh,
1: Sweet. He was eventually made pack leader by by the dogs
2: oh was it a formal ceremony an election
0: it yeah, probably election.
1: It, it probably in dog form yes okay
0: so does that mean like they kind of followed him around they like, started a herd. following
1: ivan around okay oh. he was captured by the moscow police in 1998
0: no
2: that
1: sounds bad. so he was six years old the police separated ivan from the pack no by leaving bait for the pack in the back of a restaurant kitchen but before this, Ivan actually escaped from the police three times. Cool. I'm sorry. But he was being protected by the pack of dogs. Like these dogs this entire yeah. time, as the police were trying to take him,
2: yeah. these dogs Aww. were
1: were protecting him.
2: And all for the meat in the kitchen that exactly. got them off, off the trail. <laughs> oh, fucking, that's not fair. Unfair.
1: Like Oksana, Ivan only lived amongst the dogs for two years, and he was... Easily able to relearn the Russian language, which he can now speak fluently and intelligently. He did go to military school and he served in the Russian army. Wow. He has successfully returned into society currently in his 30s and he works as an operator at a wire producing plant.
2: Wow. I was kind of hoping that he would have went into something with dogs, But but that's okay too.
1: This... This is the part of the story that breaks my heart. Oh no! After Ivan was rescued, his beloved dog sensed his location and waited in vain for him. No! At the institution's gate, and mm. later they were killed no. on the orders of officials.
2: Oh, those
1: fucking oh, bastards! They shouldn't have killed the dog. Isn't that sad? That is so sad. That's not fair. Those poor fucking dogs, just trying to pr- trying to protect their leader.
0: I know. That Um, is fucking...
1: Well, again, it's like the system
0: failed him, right? Mm -hmm. By not really catching on that he was in a bad environment. They couldn't find him. Then they, yeah. The dogs probably did a better job of being parents than the actual parents. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Soon afterwards, after these poor dogs were murdered, I fucking hate this part. Like, I hate this part of the story. It made me really sad. It is very sad. Ivan was raised by his foster mother... Her name was Tatiana. Because of her, he was able to recover from this trauma. Mm-hmm. He gained entry into a prestigious naval cadet school. And there, he had the opportunity to parade in front of Vladimir Putin. Oh, Putin. Hey, Putin. Hey, girl. What's up? We've got one more. Okay. And his name is Victor Kozlovstev.
2: Oh. God Victor, bless you. <laughs>
1: Gesundheit. <laughs>
2: Gesundheit.
1: Victor spent four years in a small town in Russia. Little Russia. With
2: a Rottweiler. Oh, another dog. From Russia with Rottweiler. <laughs> That's for our Russian. We do have, I think we, we do have, have some a list Yeah, we do. We have a few. Victor. Hi, Russia.
1: Hi, Russia. Victor slept on the same rug and shared the same food bowl as this Rottweiler.
2: I do that with gunk. Mm. I know. Gonk. Yeah.
1: I know you do. I just, <laughs> when I got here tonight, I
2: mean, obviously, you were doing that puff, on all fours. Puppy chow.
1: <laughs> Going chicka bay. Chicka bay. Chicka, chicka bay. Chicka chick Chicka bye. Chicka chow. Tie in the way. So when Victor was found at the age of seven, he could hardly talk and instead barked, walked on all fours, and ate like a dog from a bowl. Mm. Well, Well, Mark thinks it's funny.
2: Sorry. I mean, it's okay, everyone listening, because we can't do nine cuts of this, so I'm going to explain here. The imagery is what gets me. That's all.
1: Well, like I was just saying in one of our many takes, when I was a kid and we all used to play house I had one friend who always played the fucking dog because she wanted to. Yeah, and she would fucking run around on all fours and fucking bark. She turned out to be perfectly fine, though.
0: She's not a furry. <laughs> it must hurt your back.
1: It <laughs> really. All
0: fours. <laughs> my back. has been hurting through this whole episode because I'm thinking about it. You know, <laughs> being honest, <laughs> my back hurts.
1: But Jen, you
2: really chose a great topic I'm, for us. I, I know, love well, it.
1: You really thought. I really, I really. Through you guys.
2: I really thought we were going to do Robert Durst with his cadaver. I didn't
1: feel like doing a deep dive on that shit. Oh,
2: that's okay. You can
1: all go look that up on your own time if you'd like.
2: Check out Robert Durst. He's the less offensive Trump somehow. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Victor's mother, who was an alcoholic, was deemed incapable of raising him. No shit. Yeah, really. No fucking shit. Clearly,
2: your child's on all fours barking, so you might have something (laughs) Um, wrong with your parenting.
1: Later, with the help of a loving foster mother named Lilith, he began studying to become a tailor.
2: Wow. Yeah.
0: He put dog the clothing? in and tailor.
1: Woo! Ah, <laughs> so,
0: that's a I'm gonna roll tonight. You are.
1: So she has stated Lilith that Victor likes sewing and he is happy with a needle in his hand. Oh like a sewing needle, not like a syringe <laughs> oh, needle. Oh, okay. Well, I just that, needs to clarify that. That's, that's good Um, But he also has an idea to become a gardener. Uh-oh. Sadly, his experience as a child has left a deep impact <laughs> and slowed his cognitive development. Oh. A quote from his foster mother has stated... Of course, we are trying to teach him all the skills of an adult person, and he's making big progress. For example, this year he started commuting in public transport on his own.
2: Wow, without chasing the postal service. Oh, sorry,
1: sorry. (laughs) And not on all fours. Sometimes she also says that they secretly follow him in a car to see if he behaves well, which apparently he does.
2: If he's going to Petco.
1: And yes, and there is actual video footage of him being asked whether he remembers his childhood and he just shakes his head and hides his head in his shoulders. I mean, I do
2: the same. Honestly, I do the same thing. I get very weird.
1: So what I found the most interesting about doing this research on feral children was the majority of these cases or modern day cases come out of communist countries from the Soviet russian cold war era is there any so explanation so here's the thing they you know there was a big divide between extreme wealth and poverty in these countries especially in the communist parties especially the ones who refused to adopt the ideas of communism and when the ussr fell in the 80s there was a big isolation of the Soviet economy from the rest of the world. Okay. So, you know, oil prices started to drop and it was the lowest levels in decades and they began to lose its hold on Eastern Europe. Okay. So, going into like the 90s, and even today still, you can kind of feel the repercussions of the Cold War mm-hmm. in some of these places. Well, and that's why I think you get a lot of cases like that
2: out of that out of, of that the world. part of the world, mm-hmm. which wow. I find very
1: fascinating. It is
2: very fascinating. I mean, anytime there's like you know, a trend or you know, multiples of something from a certain area or place, you know, it, it just makes your mind, you know, wander. you want right. to know why.
1: And you find there was a lot of poverty of Soviet citizens who there was a backlash from younger people who really refused to adopt these ideas that their parents had. You get a lot of poverty, Mm -hmm. alcoholism, abuse, Mm -hmm. neglect, pretty much like survival of the fittest, just doing what you can to get by and to survive. And unfortunately, you have cases like these children that come out of all of that. Yeah. Which is sad and unfortunate, but
2: it is. But then, you know, where would Jody Foster's career be if these cases didn't exist? Mm-hmm. Where would Nell well,
0: be? Yeah. um, chickabee 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 i think it's i think it's fascinating how the children adapted to the behaviors of the dogs yeah
1: that but i also what i find really fascinating is like the the bond that they had with these dogs it's like yeah you guys bond with gonk. i bond with my dogs in one way but it's not like we i get on all fours (laughs) and like Interact for
2: yourself.
1: <laughs> interact <laughs> with <that>.
2: dogs. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. And but it
1: becomes more of like that's like their family.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I get that. Like I get it in you know, a different in a different context, but you know like I can look at our dog and I know like we have a certain connection hey. you know and I say certain things and he responds in a certain mm-hmm. way or he tilts his head in a certain way and you know it's like our own language now
1: like how Nell had
2: like how nail nail <laughs> and, Nell, and so I do get a lot of that I think it's sad. That, I mean, once again, animals are the superior beings, yeah. you know, and um, they can do more and have more, you know, uh, I guess, nurture. Yeah, if, exactly. You know, so, uh, yeah, says a lot. Says, says a lot about humankind and how we're all fucking doomed. We for are. The,
1: Absolutely.
2: Since fucking Catherine of Siena and 1200 AD BC. A.D. Mm.
1: No,
0: mm, no, it would have to be B.C. B.C. Before
1: Christ, right? No, no, because A.D. Because <laughs> we remember Jesus
0: it, died, and then religion people became be, fanatics. Yes, because we the talked Renaissance? About the
1: Renaissance. Yes, yes,
0: yeah. rebirth. I learned that from yeah. you. Yes,
2: I did. I need so, to go back to school as well.
1: That is. Our episode on feral children. Wow. I cannot
2: tell you how exciting. I love <laughs> this so much. And I love that we're taking these other detours. Yeah. Never in a million years. Yeah. I know. Did you I really thought
1: a... you really thought we were going
0: down the Robert Durst Robert Durst, Durst. <laughs> Robert Durst Robert. but that's what makes this like podcast so fun is that it truly is a bizarre but yeah it takes you anywhere and that's you don't know what you're going to get well, yeah. it's like,
1: I was also thinking back to like your episodes Mark of you know the Amazon woman oh and mm-hmm. the the Titanic survivor yeah. Violet Jessup Violet yeah. Jessup well, exactly.
2: And I think, you know, for us, because, you know, we we aren't a true crime. I'm doing air quotes here.
1: I mean, we love true crime. We though. do.
2: But that's not like our main thing. We love other interesting, other interesting odd, bizarre odd things. Other out there things. We do. And I mean, with that being said... If you want to learn more and you want to keep hearing these things, you should probably maybe consider supporting us on Patreon. Yes. and you
1: could also follow us on Instagram or Facebook. Please. Drop us a message, and yeah. if you have a recommendation or yeah. a suggestion of a topic you'd mm-hmm. like to listen to, message us up as our yeah, buffet. Please and do. We're also
0: on YouTube, so you can watch us. This episode, we're waving, we're waving, waving right as now. we're, we're waving talking at you, and um, we are yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark and I are in the process of trying to redesign our of this aspect. our studio here
1: of okay. our bizarre yeah. buffet studio i'm excited yeah because
2: so we're gonna move that bus for jen yeah. when she comes in one day we're gonna say move that bus and jen's yeah. gonna like react and i'm gonna
1: cry it's yeah, gonna be because like, like our
0: because we do it from like our like extra bedroom and yeah.
1: you're gonna yell move that we bus just, and i'm gonna stand there and yeah cry. yeah it's like a hodgepodge but we have hodge, to like we have to hodge. have like a sad story for me
0: we yeah. do we
2: do we'll come up we'll come up with something I
1: was recording my episodes of Bizarre Buffet on cardboard boxes The cardboard <sighs>
2: boxes and that white wall just and made me so wall. sad and
1: it, that that movie poster it, star, star 80, 80. Bob, 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 <laughs> that, star 80 Posse's star 80 that, that thing.
0: and our site chairs that crack. crack and our
2: dog that barks and, yeah, and everything yeah. else but you know but you love us and yeah. we're real and, um,
1: we love
0: you and
2: we love you so horny much yeah. so
0: watch us on youtube yeah and subscribe please yeah please do yeah. and
2: do us another small favor if you might if you could if you must we're so needy we, we are. are so we're needy but needy. you know what this content is free so We're going to take a moment. Um, Please share this content with your friends, family, whomever. Text it to someone. Share it on Facebook. On Instagram.
1: Anywhere. Let us know yep.
2: you're listening. Mm-hmm. We see that you are. We but are. like you know, give us the extra the extra push of yeah. encouragement so and Jen know, and I can might, be feral.
1: Exactly. And you might want to leave us a comment that's positive, yeah. not negative. A
2: positive, not negative, which is a good review. And if
1: it's negative, I would like a a,
2: a very explanation. detailed
1: explanation as yeah, to why.
2: A dissertation. Yes, and we thank you. we need citations and everything else. Mm-hmm. So um until next time, children. My name is Robert
0: Durst,
1: and I'm Nell.
0: Nell, and I'm one of Pavlov's dogs.
1: <gasps> wow! Wow!
0: I love that. Is so.
1: That's a good one. Good. Holy shit! Woof, Holy shit. fluff everybody. Roof, or, r- the more r- you
0: know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> roof, r- <laughs> r- <laughs> Goodbye. Don't be feral.